Welcome to Canny Cross Conversations with me, Michelle. And me, Louise, talking all things dogs, running and canny sports. This episode is sponsored by the Get Stronger Run a Faster 5K course. It's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5K time and keep up with their dogs. Welcome to this week's episode of Canny Cross Conversations. Now, today we have Mark Soley with us, the founder of the Canny Cross Run Community Facebook group. Welcome, Mark, and thank you for joining us. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. Uh, So like I said, my name's Mark. I run uh, CXRC uh, on a few different social media platforms, but mainly on a Facebook group. Um, As you just uh, mentioned, a lot of people struggle with the CXRC. So to remember it is Canny Cross Run Community. we, I started it, I think, around last July, um, and it's it's been doing pretty well since. Uh, you know, we, we're trying to make the uh, the world of Canyon Cross a little bit more uh, maybe accessible for, for beginners um, and for yeah. people that find it harder to to find the information that they're trying to find. So, yeah, that's that's what we're we're here to do. And is that what inspired you to do to to do it, uh, create this Facebook book? Yeah. So. Um, Myself and my pup, Ralph, so I've got a, a little beagle, um, but he's got a bit of Harrier in him, I think, as well. So he's a bit bigger than a normal beagle and a bit smaller than a Harrier. So we, we'll call him a beagle Harrier. Um, he is uh, he's an absolute lunatic who can run for days and turn on a sixpence. Uh, he loves it when other dogs chase him. So um, basically, my wife one day just went, here you go, here's a... Here's a bungee that I bought for you at Christmas and uh, go take the dog for a run. I was like, all right, fair enough, I'll give it a go. We we seemed to enjoy it. Um, and we, we kind of just started from there, really. We, we were training in our village and having a little run now and again. And then we thought, we'll give a park run a go. So we, yeah. we did that. And that was pretty good. Ralph enjoyed it. He was good around other dogs, which was really pleasing. Um, and he he did well in the actual running side of it. Um, but then we thought, you know, obviously with the restrictions that Park Runs put in these days with the with the, yeah. the lead, the no bungee, we thought we really wanted to try and um, do a, a normal event with Canning Cross involved. So we went and did one. Again, he really enjoyed it. It was the it was the Mayhill Massacre in uh, YPB events. Sounds sounds scarier than it is, uh, but he, he he really loved it. And then after that, we kind of went, all right, let's find some more races. But that's when I started struggling because I went online. And although there are lots of different websites available, lots of different races out there, I found it really hard to put it into order, into date order to try and work out my calendar for the year I, I was going between different tabs i i found it really stressful trying to find all these races so i decided right i'm going to do something for myself i started making a little database of uh of kind of date ordered these are the races i can find and i'm just going to keep putting them in um and i got to about 70 races and i thought wow it's i was like this this is quite good other people might enjoy it um 
so I thought the easiest way to get it out to people um, is is social media. So we went over to Facebook, made a little group, um, came up with the name CXRC, make a little run community. Um, and then it's grown from there ever since, really. Um, we're up to 251 races on the calendar. Uh, wow. So, yeah, it's kind of gone from strength to strength on, on uh, that kind of mode. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's amazing. Um, one, I didn't realise there was that many races around. Um, so that, did I, I start looking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's quite uh, quite impressive, and I'm going to go and have a look at it now. So we will put the links at the end to, to the group and to yeah. the race calendar and stuff like that. Um, but can I just take a step back? So you, your wife bought you the, the kit, but was it yeah. a waist belt kit? It, it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how did you find out about the proper kits, the Canny Cross kits? Was again, that the same sort of thing? Yeah. So it's it's all just kind of made, like, as you go along, you pick up things. You join. I joined other groups, as you do. Um, I I learned a lot from. There's so many amazing groups on on Facebook that I learned from at the start, um, and it's kind of taking what they've done going somewhere else with it and and passing on that knowledge so yeah i think it's it's such a it's a, such a brilliant sport but there's a lot to it that you don't know at the start so having those pointers from people that know what they're doing is is really useful yeah and actually that's why michelle and i do do this podcast because we learn so much from yeah, doing exactly. it um you know we're both kind of cross instructors but we've learned probably more yeah. through the podcast that um that does so so basically it was all about the racing that sort of set it up hmm. um so how did, did what sort of people joined it straight away do you know i mean have you got quite a community uh, with yeah, a- it, it's it's strange like i was thinking before this that when you normally when you join a group of some kind that most people that you go onto group are um are fantastic they're amazing but you have one or two people that that kind of you know aren't aren't so nice to people they they try to create arguments but we don't have any of that type of thing in our our group and what i've noticed is there doesn't seem to be that type of um environment in the canny cross wider group either um so generally people are nurturing warm nice and actually helpful in in the group as is the rest of the the canny cross community um i think uh on our kind of analytics side we're we're about 80 percent women 20 percent men um and that's out of about 1100 people at the moment um, uh, that's that's actually sorry that's really interesting because we uh, we're doing a podcast earlier today which is coming out soon um and because we know the stats, uh, I don't know, you, you've given us some good stats there, but it's usually, it'd be good to know age group, actually, because it's um, usually... So our 40, main... Sorry, Karen. No, I was going to say, is it 40 plus women? Yeah, so we're, we're, our main age bracket is between 35 and 55. Yeah, that's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, And that's mainly women. Mainly women, yes. 80%. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because... It's actually a fantastic sport, and the men that do it are actually really fast. I mean, some of the elites are really, really fast, aren't they? Yeah, I look at those times and I just I weep because I'm never going to get anywhere near those times. But that's not what it's all about. That's not what no, it's and, and it's a little bit about the dog as well. That's like again, I've had a little rant about that recently. <laughs> we we say that, but also um, I've had this conversation a few times with people. It's about the dog and 
the human together. You can have a fast dog, but as long you need to be able to keep up with with your dog, and vice versa, you can be the fastest person in the world. And if your dog's not uh, one of these massive hounds, then you're probably not going to get to those top speeds. So it's it's about having that equilibrium between the two of you, I think. Yeah. And I think I know for myself, um, I and, and sort of proved it this weekend, we can still go faster because we, we all probably hold our dog, dogs back. Um, and uh, so if we do do some work on ourselves and our fitness and whatever, our running fitness, um, and I know that I'd get into speeds now that I didn't think I'd get to. So, you know, and I haven't got a hound. I've got a big dog, but I haven't got a hound. So yeah. I, I won't go off on the hound bit. No, but... I, I definitely hold I definitely hold Ralph back, I think. Yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely teamwork. Yeah. Michelle is there. The, her, her internet is not very good at the moment, so you might just hear us sort of coming in. <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps freezing on us, so we're just, you know, seeing if it warms up or whatever, but we'll keep going. Um, yeah, so that no, that's really interesting, and I love that fact that you've got the stats uh, from the group um, yeah. and telling us about that it is mainly females. So, and in terms of trying to actually foster that sense of community we we try to put things out to the community so like every month we do a dog of the month um and that can be so one of our main rules of our group is that every pup and every participant is an athlete um so no matter how big small whether you podium whether you're coming in uh, at the end it, it doesn't matter you're an athlete you're taking part so when we do our dog of the month it's not just the person and the dog that have come top in their groups you know you don't have to have got first second third place it's our first ever dog of the month was someone who'd never done a race they trained for six weeks um and he had gone from being um quite erratic and quite uh wanting to sprint off in different directions to be able to do a five mile run with his owner comfortably across the Malvern Hills um, as part of our group uh, and that was Monty and Ash because I know he's going to be listening so, uh, <laughs> Aww, <laughs> but yeah. so nice. and then our one this week this month for January is uh, a lady called Sarah Bucknell who is an incredible athlete with with her dog she is a seven sports um ath sponsored athlete um, and I've had the pleasure of racing against her a lot last year and she has been out there just training and working so hard um so you can see that we go from different ends of the spectrum so there's there's no criteria so everyone in our community feels involved and feels like they're a valued member anyone can be dog of the month anyone can have a shout out everyone is as equal as each other and i think that's when we find when people are talking on our group, you notice that because, like I said, we have some really top athletes in our group and some beginners. But when they're talking to each other, you wouldn't know the difference because they're mm. so level with each other. And that's really nice to see. So how do you choose the dog of the month? Do you just ask people to give in, you know, what's happening? So or It, it varies. Um, sometimes I will put out a, a nomination post. So it's uh, nominate your dog uh, and give us the reason why. Then we'll, me and my wife, Sean, who is um, another admin of the group who also happens to be uh, a veterinary nurse. So that's useful for the sport. Um, she, we choose three. And then people can vote on the three. So then oh, right. I can relinquish responsibility for one of the months. Um, yeah, I'll just pass it over. Um, and then other other months, I will just 
because I race on the circuit and with lots of different dogs, if I see someone that I appreciate, um, then I will selfishly just choose it choose the dog and the, and the human myself so it's varied we try to keep it mixed because i think if we were trying to nominate every month or get people to put the put their dogs up people would actually kind of switch off to that um so you have to keep it as varied as possible i think yeah and no, i thought michelle was going to say something then she suddenly froze <laughs> <laughs> so close. this is quite new this is <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think that's that's really good because because you see these posts, don't you? It's like medal Monday, blah blah blah, and yeah. uh, you know it's the same each week. So it's kind of nice to to vary it a little bit and um, and and see yes. what's going on. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Do you have meetups in effort races, or is it all done online? So um, we we haven't had an official CXR meetup yet but a lot of our members uh, do go to the races together um, and a lot of our uh, members meet up coincidentally at these races and then we happen to uh, just we happen to communicate and chat and have those discussions in person so although it's social media it's actually brought us closer together in person which is really nice and i think that's kind of one of the key things for our engagement of our group is that i'm not I'm not just trying to sit by my laptop and do it all and and not get involved. Like I said, I want to be out there racing as much as possible. Mm. That's why I started it in the first place. So if I can go out there, talk to people, say, have have you have you seen the group? Would you, if if you fancy it, come and join us. We, we'd love to see you on there. Um, and then that group grows, and then I've probably made twenty new friends this year. Well, sorry, this year, last year, just from making the group and going to some, going to these races. Um, so although not directly having meetups, it's uh, it's definitely it happens, in my it? social life in, yeah. the real, in the real world. Yeah, well, Michelle and I met through social media now that we do loads together. I know, just now. Yeah, and so it is, it's, it's like a, well, it's almost like a dating agency, but not. <laughs> <laughs> not like that. But the, the premise is sort of the same, isn't it? You, you can meet people. And that's yeah. what I like about the races. I mean, I did the whole season last year. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm sort of missing seeing people this year, but it's not going to happen um, yeah. uh, at all. I've, I've kind of I've made myself the rule that if for some reason if the dogs aren't able to get out and race then for the most part I will try to just go to the races with without my pup if he can't make it and and just cheer people on and and say hi and, and foster the, the the relationships that way yeah. um, so you know as much as the dog is probably the most important part of the whole thing if he can't make it I still want to go and, and cheer people on. Uh, yeah, and I think it it's it's really difficult, isn't it? Because it's that whole thing about you're driving away a long way to do a five yeah. k, and and I've done it, and I you know, and yeah. and I just think this year that you know, I was saying to you before we started recording, there's a um, there's a lot more races now that are either part of you know big events or whatever, mm. and and it is a it's it's different and actually the one i did at the weekend apart from the start i really enjoyed um and you can see and i think a bit like you that you know they're good for you to go to because it's a good education for people yeah, 100%. especially when like you're running in the wrong kit but anyway <laughs> <laughs> we've all done it yes well no i haven't actually oh well <laughs> that's brilliant michelle has i know she has <laughs> but we'll start on so you talked about um uh um 
Sorry, I, was, I read that wrong. But you, you going to? Were there any big challenges of getting people in, or do people just come come into the group quite quickly? Um, I think the biggest challenge at the start was more based around my nervousness. To be honest, <laughs> the the fact that like because I because I was relatively new to the sport, I didn't. I, I can't, you get imposter syndrome, don't you? You don't feel yeah. like you kind of belong there. Um, and some days I still feel that way, um, you know, but people seemed to appreciate the calendar more than anything. Um, I think if I wasn't offering something to people, then I don't think the group would have taken off. I don't think we would have had much uptake, but the fact that there might have been something there for people that they found useful, which could mm -hmm. enhance their, um, their experiences uh, and make life easier for people that maybe encourage people more. Um, and yeah, it, it did happen quicker than I, th I thought, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I think though I say the, the main challenge was, was my own self really. Yeah. And I think, I think that's normal. And I think people would understand that. Um, yeah. I think we all go through that. You know? And also like, I, I think, um, I say that the calendar is still growing as we speak. So, and the group is still growing. So I'm still finding out things going, Oh, I didn't know that was a race that was on this weekend. Yeah. I'll put yeah. that on for next year. And, you know, so I'm always having to kind of adapt and change. And like you said, it's, it's growing each week. So the challenge is keeping up with it. Um, and then hopefully next year when it comes around again, I'll have a little bit more knowledge and I can, learn something different again that I didn't yeah, know. And you, you learn, you know, you learn all the time. And, and uh, uh, Michelle can't answer this now because she's uh, disappeared for a little for a while. But um, she, you know, she doesn't race. She teaches canny cross and she goes out for canny crosses with her dog, but she doesn't race. And yeah. it's a kind of like, I suppose it's like you said at the beginning, it's for beginners and sort of the grassroots. And actually that's really important as well because we can all see these people high flying and, you know, sort of doing yeah. 10 minute 5k's or whatever and uh, yeah and when you when you're just starting out it is, it's quite intimidating but um yeah. but again that's what um as our group is what we're trying to do in our group show that anyone can come and give this a go and you know we are a friendly bunch so just just get involved come and come and say hi and and we can point you in the right direction um we're we're not going to necessarily be able to give you the answers but we can probably point you in the direction of someone that can yeah, um, and in fact, the fact that you've got a load of different people, different levels of people in the group yeah. will always always help. So how do you promote your group out there? Do you, is it literally being people have found it or do you, do you promote we, it in any way? We we do. Um, so a lot, like I said, a lot of it has been organic. Um, but there, you, there are times where you have to spend a Friday morning just sitting on a computer, trawling through lots of different social media and if someone mentions something that's relevant you, you you go in you talk about what you're doing whether you can help uh, so there's people saying does anyone know if there's any races in the southwest uh, then you say oh uh, have you tried to see in the cxrc calendar we might be able to help um things like that um it, it takes a bit of time bit of effort but we we go through those um a lot of other canny cross uh groups are extremely accommodating and lovely and allow us to pop a post in their group and say you know come and come and have a look at us see what you think um you would think that was cheeky uh but most most groups i think 95 percent of the groups that i've posted on to say hi this is who we are have been right. extremely accommodating so um yeah i think you've got to 
self promote yourself sometimes um and believe in what you're doing so but again a lot of the work that we do is in person so again it's social media but we go to the races we chat to people we we have conversations like we're having now we you've got to put the work in to to get people to come and come and look at you and and see what you're doing um yeah i say it's it it can be can be tough work but we we enjoy it so you you said at the beginning that there wasn't much conflict at all i mean have you had anything in any sort of um you don't have to name names or anything but <laughs> <laughs> although i'd love to know no <laughs> In, in what way? What, what, what? Uh, you know, have you had people either being unkind or in a group or, or I don't know, well, sometimes with some of the groups you see someone gives a bit of advice and the other person says, no, that's not it, which can be quite constructive. But Oh, you mean within members? Yeah. Yeah, so I think generally we don't tend to get much conflict. I think our my mantra is that debate is great um that that's fine but arguments are rubbish we don't we don't want arguments so if you can come if you can come to the forum with a well-reasoned debate that has some um well-sourced evidence and logic great debate away you know you can you're you're both adults go at it have a conversation absolutely fine as soon as it starts getting personal as soon as it starts getting uh, like vitriolic or anything like that then then we're going to step in and uh, you know potentially have to moderate some of those conversations but to this to this point it hasn't um the, what i say to people is that if you have an issue with the something that someone's doing um and they've done don't don't put a post in their comments put up a well-reasoned debate for the thing that you are arguing against so if someone's yeah. wearing the wrong harness for instance we're not going to target them in the comments i'd like you to then say this is a separate post stating why this harness is great this one is scientifically not great for the dog and then we can have a conversation about that so therefore we're getting the point across but we're not targeting anyone and having arguments and it seems okay. to yeah, no, it's actually, it's a bit like, because I teach Pilates and you know, in my day I used to teach aerobics and stuff like that. And and it's like you, you always give a point out to the whole group first yeah. rather than targeting someone specifically. Um, exactly. Yeah, so it's the same sort of thing. And it does seem to work. It's We seem to get um, good uptake on that one. Um, and obviously, I, I although we're a public group, I moderate all the posts that are coming in. Uh, we do have to have our, our safety checks on there as well. So... Um, we moderate anyone that comes in, any any comments that are coming in, um, and you know it's it's the it's the boring stuff. But I have to kind of make sure that the the community is looked after at some point. So yeah, and it takes behind the scenes. Michelle, have you got anything to say? Just because you seem to be moving. Yes, hello. I think I'm okay for the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's it's obviously like a full time mark. It's a lot of admin for you. Is it? Yeah. You got some help with that. Or just you and Sean uh yeah it's it's me and Sean basically yeah. um I am going to uh start looking at getting a few more moderators in the group um people that I I trust that hold the same values um and culture um and there are a few good people that I've met this year on, on the on the circuit that I think will be able to to help us out on that front so but yeah for the time being it's 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 myself and, and my wife that do yeah. the bulk of it it's hard as well, isn't it? Because you just find yourself on your phone all the time, and it's like, you know. Yeah, yeah, and but to be honest, I I kind of 
do get excited in the in the mornings to check to see if anyone's you know had a conversation about something new and you know have, have we got any new members that i'd like to welcome you know it's there's something kind of really fun about it as well so it kind of gets me motivated to go again the next time so it's yeah it's nice no that's brilliant and just uh, sort of finishing up on the groups michelle have you got anything i know you're moving again <laughs> um i've kind of not heard a conversation repeat anything to happen because my it's really today yeah as you can hear it's rubbish <laughs> but let, let me just ask this one then so I don't think you do this at the moment. You're not doing any events, but do you do any challenges or anything through the group? Have you sort of thought of doing that? Or Yeah, so we, we did a challenge at Christmas. Um, so we did it through our Strava page. Um, so obviously we've got Facebook, Instagram, threads, whatever that happens to be <laughs> these days. Um, and we have the Strava group, so actually recording the, the runs uh, I don't know how many people use it. I'm sure a lot of Canicross people use Strava. Um, yeah. So this Christmas, um, I publicised something called the Festive Five, um, and I did it last year, just me and Ralph over Christmas, just to keep us going. But the the challenge was that you had to run an hour, no, not an hour, an hour a <laughs> mile per day with your dog on the 24th, 25th, 26th, 31st of December and the 1st of January. So it kept you moving over the Christmas period. If you completed it, then you completed the festive five. Um, and we had uh, about 15 people in the group take it up. And we were having nice posts of people all around the country uh, running over the Christmas period. And it was just it was just lovely to see people taking on the challenge and really engaging with it. It was, yeah. And it was just from something that I've done on my own for a couple of years to, to seeing other people giving it a go and getting their pups out over Christmas was, was awesome. No, no, I, I, I can't believe it. Do you know, I'm in your group. <laughs> I'm there very often because I've missed all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I missed that as well. Yeah. Oh, it's a shame. I'm going to have to go through it a little bit more in depth. I'll, I'll tag you in yeah. later. Yeah, next Christmas we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> got, got time to, time to train for it. It'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> well, we did. We actually didn't go at Christmas Day because we did a um, we did a Christmas Eve um, community. Because I, I have a social community uh, that you know that we meet up and we run. So we went out on Christmas Eve because it was a Sunday, which was quite nice actually. So we decided not to run on Christmas Day. I, I just I love running on Christmas Day because there's virtually no one out and it's quiet. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, I normally do. But it was a bit wet this year though, wasn't it? So the dogs yeah. need to get out anyway. So yeah, she had a walk. She was fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. So, have you got any other challenges coming up, or any that you that you can tell us about? So, can we be the you know the first to hear? <laughs> uh, we don't have any specific uh, events and challenges such as such as that coming up. We I will put a few different things in the group, but uh, yeah, I haven't really thought to. Maybe I could do something for Easter. We'll uh, we'll, yeah. we'll try and put something in over that. Easter egg hunt or something. Yeah, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, blow! I shouldn't give that one away. <laughs> but we um, say so we do um, we do uh, like pri like giveaways on the group. Um, so uh, every we've done two in the in six months. And I think we're probably going to limit it to about two a year, really, because we don't again we don't want to oversaturate people too much. But um, in terms of kind of membership growth, to invite some people to our page that might 
enjoy our services but haven't found us yet um we do a giveaway where someone would invite someone they know to the page um, and as soon as they did it they wrote done in the comments and they were instantly uh, in for the prize draw um the the rule that i have with prize draws and giveaways and challenges is that they have to be worth it for people to enter um so hence why we don't do too many of them um we've managed to kind of um what's the word i'm looking for join up with uh good giveaway prize people so we've yeah. had inner wolf and snowpaw um give prizes away for, for people which was really really great and I'd, if they're listening thank you for that really appreciate yeah, it thank you adrian i'll be after i'll be talking to you <laughs> <laughs> um and then our second one we actually uh organ uh, mixed in some organizers into our giveaway prizes so we gave three races away um so lakeland paws um Devon Howlers and Endorphin Sports all gave um, a race away as a prize, along with uh, some camping, which was really good. Um, and we had some really nice uptake on that. So people could then basically say done North, done Midlands or done South. So they could choose a race in their area. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if people I hope running, that you've been listening to all our podcasts and that we gave you all these ideas to do. I, I have listened to, to all of those ones. Yeah, your event series was was very, very good. <laughs> kept me busy when I was running. <laughs> That's good to hear. But yeah, so a lot of those those guys um, were, were excellent. So I think when we're doing our challenges, when we're doing our giveaways and, and prizes and things like that, it's it's got to be worth our our people. It's got to be worth their time. So you know, getting those nice prizes for people is is really good, and it gets people to go to events that they maybe wouldn't have gone to before. Yeah, and promotes those those organisers that do such an excellent job. Um, and they get a bit more credit so that's great yeah and a lot of them like I went to an endorphin sport one last year and it, it was good but you know we, because we interviewed them and we had them on it was also good to give them some feedback because mm. a lot of these people that are now doing events you know tagging them on to, to what they're good at you know there's a lot of things that they need to consider about having a canicross event um so i think that's that's really good to be able to do that and they're very open and receptive to to talking to us and, and other people so that's good so do you see the group evolving and how do you see it evolving or is it just going to be sort of stay as it is or have you got plans no, I, I don't think we i don't think you can stay as it is really um it's got to it's got to evolve otherwise you kind of stop really so um, we've got some plans moving forward of what we'd like to do um we move in seasons so obviously we're still in the 23 24 season for a while um but then i've got plans for the 24 25 yeah 24 25 so i get my my dates confused um season moving forward um i think the next thing that we're going to look to do is start doing reviews um so we're going to be um I'm going to probably start that before the season, uh, the new season begins, just as a kind of a trial run. Yeah. I'm at, I mean, I'm at Canny Trail UK this weekend. Um, so I think that'll be our first one. And we're just going to do a little uh, star or poor rating review um, of the race in general, what we loved, what we think needs a bit of improvement um, and kind of why you should join this race. Um, so moving forward, we would like to have the race calendar updated with more races on for the next year with the race reviews. So you check the calendar, see what races are on there, check the reviews of the race. And then moving forward, we would like to have a video of the route 
of that race as well. So we would have people that have a, a GoPro attached to them. They'd go run the race. We'll upload it, and then we'll put it in our files section of, let's say, Beaver Castle in Dolphin Sport. This is what to expect. This is the yeah. review. This is on the calendar. This is where you can find it. So it's a whole package of this event is is all round. This yeah. is what it looks like. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. And actually, it's sometimes because. Because sometimes you get, to, I never get there in time to walk a route, so it's always a bit yeah. of a surprise. Um, so, sort of seeing that sort of thing is actually really good. Um, I, you gave me an idea which I will talk to you about afterwards. Okay. <laughs> I'm not prepared to share that just yet. Um, but um, so, just sort of, you know, I, you've given so much information now, and it's very exciting, you know, what's happening with the group. What advice would you give to other people? So I've started one for my area, a Canyon Cross, you know, group. But what what would you advice would you give to someone sort of starting up? Um, I'd say be specific. So if there's a specific part of the sport that you love, then then start with that. Um, if you're if you're too too broad, you you paint yourself a bit too thin. Mm-hmm. Um, be passionate um because it does take a lot of work as we've discussed you know there's a lot of admin it's not um it's not just the, the pretty pictures that go online there's, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes yeah. um, so you've kind of got to be willing to you know check your phone at 10 o'clock at night to see what's going on and check it at first thing in the morning um get yourself out there be be prepared to to fail really um like i said at the start i was nervous at the start and you just got to get through that sometimes and just put yourself out there to and see if people want what you're, you're giving really um and do the work you know it's you, you're gonna have to learn stuff along the way i'm still learning i've i've probably learned about five percent of what i need to know um if that so it's it's always a new day you're always learning something so give it a go but be prepared to, to put the effort in yeah, brilliant. I think that's really good. And, you know, we 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 are doing the same thing on this journey, our, our podcast journey. You know, it's similar. It's like we we are learning all the time. There's things that we're getting better at and things that we're absolutely rubbish at. Okay. <laughs> Wi-Fi signal. Yeah, Wi-Fi signal, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, we usually okay there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear that. If, if, when you come back on, have you got anything else I can do? Uh, do you, have you got anything else you'd like to say, Michelle? Or write it in the uh, chat, and then uh, <laughs> I, I can talk about it. Um, this we is the first time like a... that we've ever had this, so it's this is our learning curve. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> when it's snowing, don't do a podcast. Yeah, exactly. We don't do that many record. We're recording in the evening for this one, and we don't do, normally do them. So I think your Wi-Fi's given up. It's just like it's too <laughs> tired after today. <laughs> But anyway, brilliant. Is there anything that I've missed, uh, Mark, that, that, that we should know about Facebook groups that you've you've that we haven't touched on? No, I don't think so. Um, I'd say possibly the uh, with guides. That's uh, an element of, of Facebook groups that are going to be useful that we're going to probably utilise moving forwards. You can um, start categorising all your your bits and pieces into guides so if there's certain posts that people um put up that over a certain topic so let's say beginning canny cross um yeah. you can say pop that in the guide um so that anyone that is starting can just go straight to that guide and there's a whole uh, kind of indexed list of things that they could they could um 
have a look through to, to get started. Um, so we're going to try and start um, utilising those more. They can be a little bit of a minefield to start with, and that's why they're not on there at the moment. Yeah. Um, but, uh, there's lots of things, isn't like the feature as well. So we yeah. at the top, which is yes, cool. exactly. We, we we like to use the feature bits. That's where, by the way, the features bit is where you can find our calendar. We get a lot of people asking where that is, um, <laughs> so it's always pinned in our featured. Um, but yeah, so those types of things are always useful. It, it, the the social media landscape is always is changing. There's always yeah. new things to to try. So yeah. And, and it's, it's what works best for your community and uh, that's it. But exactly. it's been fascinating, absolutely fascinating, you know, the whole story of it um, going through. So thank you so much for your time. Just yeah. before we go, where can people find it? Uh, it's on Facebook. It's Facebook groups. They can yeah. go and find it. So essentially, if you type into any of the social medias, CXRC, you're going to find us. Um, but specifically on Instagram, it's slightly different because weirdly cxrc was taken so cx run co so c-x-r-u-n-c-o is um is where you'll find us um but can i also just take a moment just to say thank you to all of our members and everyone that supported cxrc so far like the group wouldn't be anything without them i may facilitate it i may get it off the ground but they do the work they put in the time to create the community and i absolutely love all of them so thank you so much for everything you do guys uh, it's much appreciated brilliant and i don't think you need to say any more so thank you very much mark uh, thank you michelle for being there not contributing much <laughs> but we will see you again on the next episode enjoyed today's episode don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends and if you get a moment please leave us a review we'll see you next time on canny cross conversations thank you to our sponsor get stronger run faster 5k find out more about the course at the link in the show notes it's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5k time and keep up with the dogs and it will really help you to enjoy running more and avoid injury.